better way to get better at football than playing football. So Taylor's gonna finish it. I've always been confident in my abilities. I think you know I'm a guy that can go out there, and I always believe in myself that I'm gonna get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third, right end zone shot for Pierce. He caught it. Oh, what a! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts Cast. We're here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. He is Jamal Lawrence, and I am Eric Smith, your co-host of the Colts Cast. Let's get right into it. Michael Pittman Jr., the man of the hour. I wish I had his jersey on right now. I think that would have been more appropriate. But Michael Pittman Jr., he's entering the final year of his contract with the Indianapolis Colts in 2023. Let me ask this question. Should the Colts extend Michael Pittman Jr. next year? That's what we're going to discuss today. Jamal, what you got for us? What What's on your dinner plate? Give me the greens. Give me give me the potatoes. Give me all of it. <laughs> well, man, Michael Pittman Jr. Oh man, this is a this is a tricky one right here. I think that it goes without saying that Michael Pittman Jr. is a huge, lovable, likable person in Indianapolis. Uh, he's he's built a name for himself. Um, you know, and and this is his it's arguably his most important year for him out of his out of his tenure. He's been with the Colts. Like you mentioned, he's going to a contract year. Uh, and we, we've seen his progress be low over the past year. Uh, it's not as good as that that career he had um, in 2021. But just a couple quick roundabout things for MPJ. Of course, he's suffering a hip injury right now. Steichen said it's minor, so it doesn't you know doesn't want him on the field until he's better. Of course, you know he hadn't participated in OTAs. Uh, first, it was because of the birth of his son. Now it's because of hip injury. So there are a lot of different things going on. And as we know, we're not going to see a lot of superstars out there every single day of the week uh, for the for the OTAs. But Michael, can you can, can you explain how he had a down year last year? Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as productive as his 2021 season. We'll talk about that. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. About don't worry. Yards all. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry. I, I, I was just interested. Yeah, yeah, don't don't worry, don't worry. You know, I I know I'm gonna get flagged for it. I don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I'm not worried about that. Um, but we're gonna talk about it. So when I think about Michael Pittman Jr., guys, and I and I kind of think of what the Colts are gonna be looking for for him for this year, especially looking into the extension. Is he gonna get an early one? Is he gonna? They're gonna wait to mid late season. I mean, I I think that any player would like to know that they're going to get that early extension just because the team wants him here or wants them there, wherever, you know, their respective team. But could the Colts be looking to maybe find a, a new number or a new wide receiver one, maybe in the draft next year, or are they content with, with Michael Pittman Jr.? So Eric, just a real quick thing for you. When I looked back at the draft, when Michael Pittman Jr. came out in the draft, the wide receivers who all went before him, Okay, we had Henry Ruggs III. We all know his story. Um, bust, so that's no longer in the NFL, all that stuff in, in Las Vegas. So we have Jerry Judy. We have C.D. Lamb, Jalen Rager, Justin Jefferson, Brandon Ayuk, and T. Higgins. All those guys went before Michael Pittman Jr. And really, there only been two of them, one being Henry Ruggs, obviously, because he is not in the league anymore. Uh, and Jalen Rager, who has had a worse career than than Michael Pittman Jr., all these other guys have put up some some pretty wild numbers on the respective teams, you know, year in and year out. Uh, so when I think about what Michael Pittman Jr. has done with his tenure in Indianapolis, does it stand up to a, a T. Higgins or Brandon Ayuk or a Justin Jefferson? I, I I think we all know the answer to that question. I don't think it's been as at an elite level as they have been playing. However, 
I will say that those teams have had a whole lot more stability across the board with their uh, with their their coaching, their quarterbacks, you know, their all their personnel throughout the building has been a lot better. When we look at 49ers, my, my man's had like eight different quarterbacks throwing to him. So and, and while you I'm were not, out there throwing to him at one point. Yeah, so like, you're right. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. But my my point is, though, is I want to just give I just want to give a a overview of everybody else who's drafted before him to help kind of to see where we stand with that because because historically speaking we know that rookie quarterbacks aren't going to be they aren't going to be out there giving as much I don't want to say effort because not effort but they're not going to be out there they probably won't be as productive as as a 10-year veteran quarterback on the team is going to be so we don't know he could have another down year again this year with Anthony Richardson being a rookie having to learn a whole new system because guess what Eric exactly down what here. you just said uh, see no. here we go no, no so here, here here's the thing about this y'all for for everybody out there uh. so this is what Eric this is what Eric loves to do he'll he'll sit here and he'll try to play the Bruh. bad guy but he don't ever want to give bad information it's all good though I'm not worried about that um I'm here to keep it to y'all straight 100,000 percent so looking at michael pippen jr's year last year versus 2021 like i said it was a down year yes he was a hundred and something yards below he did have less touchdowns and of course he did have matt ryan throwing with that noodle arm however however i want you to remember that out of 14 players who caught 87 or more passes there were only two who didn't break a thousand yards two mm. michael pippen jr and Austin Eckler, who is a running back. Mm. So with that being said, 87 passes or more that you have to, you have to break that thousand yard mark. Michael Pittman had 99 receptions last year and he had 925 yards. Mm. That's, that's a problem. That's a problem. And like I said, I'm not going to sit here and say that that's all his fault because we know Matt Ryan's noodle arm was there. We know the offensive line wasn't blocking all all as well. Oh, I also know that as a wide receiver, one, you have to be able to get the ball and get yards at the catch because that stuff matters. Yards mm. at the catch matters when you're that number one receiver or if you're any receiver in the league because we're not throwing 60-yard bombs every single play. You get a six, seven-yard pass, you got to try to get that effort to make it now a 10-yard, now a 12-yard completion. When we see these Justin Jeffersons catch the ball, they get the ball and they go a little further. T. Higgins, again, just players who were drafted before him. So as much as I want to sit here and blame everything on poor quarterback play, poor old lineman play, you also have to remember his yards at the catch last season was a career low 3.5 average yards at the catch. I mean, let's talk about the offensive system he was in first. I let's mean, do it. Let's man, talk about the chicken. The man would get the ball chicken. at the line of scrimmage with three defenders on him. I mean, <laughs> the play calling was was noodled too. It, it wasn't just the quarterback play. Um, it, it was the offensive line play. It was everything. Um, the the system I just felt like was broken. It was so predictable. We knew the the Colts were going to run first down, boom, second down. All right, we we might throw it now. Um, Plus, Michael Pittman, he he wasn't getting those darts across the middle of the field like he was uh, a year ago, two years ago, in my opinion. But <clears throat> let, let's talk about it because I, I see you hate Michael Pittman, and that's okay. Here we go. Never said I hated him. I this I have said that I don't think Michael Pittman is uh, a true wide receiver. One, I think he has he has the op, uh, he has the chance of getting beat out. I think Alec Pierce could develop into. A better receiver than him he's faster than him he can he can he can he has a better route tree than him 
But I'm not gonna sit here and go down this entire rabbit hole with you right oh, now. No, well, yeah, let you do okay, your thing. You bugging right I'm gonna now. I'm let you do your thing. But remember that. Uh, that fourth, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Uh, this man said Alec Pierce has a better route tree than Michael Pittman. Ah, that's not true. Uh well, look, pros and cons of Michael Pittman. I, I think Michael Pittman, he's a good receiver. Let, let's go over the good. Um, before the season started last year, I, I thought Pittman could enter that top 15 status. I was talking about it on social media. I, I got killed for it, and I'll, I'll still stand by it. You know, maybe it was a bad take, but entering into the season, I thought we were going to have better quarterback play and better offensive line play. So I didn't know that, but still banged the table for it. It was just pretty tough to evaluate the wide receiver group fairly last season, and yet Jamal he still led the team in receiving yards, targets receptions and receiving touchdowns despite all that so what that tells me is that no matter who is under center they trust Pittman to get the job done they're giving him the ball they're 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 seeing him with the red zone targets he has good hands tough after the catch yeah he might have had a career low uh for for yards after the catch this season but I mean who didn't off on the Colts this season He's still a big body, 6'4", 220-pound receiver, that prototypical size you're looking for. The man is nice, right? I mean, he's still nice. He's still that menace in the middle of the field. Um, also, think of a time where he missed a significant chunk of games. Can you think of a time besides this rookie season? Nope. No, definitely <laughs> give him that. Yeah. Man remains healthy. Such an important ability, especially on the Indianapolis Colts. His middle name should be consistency, I think. <clears throat> so I get it. Um, that th- this is a touchy subject because yeah, I- I've I've heard those echoes, Jamal, of he's not a number one receiver. He is. I, I think that's still up for debate. He did have some wow shake my head plays last season. Uh those costly fumbles he had. Some some drops that just made like yeah, the Washington right. game in the the fourth quarter with 15 seconds up on the first and ten where he dropped wide open pass that yeah the, helped us yeah that correct played. that that was at a critical moment of the game where you're that guy you got to make that catch like you were wide open it 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 was really bad but you know I I, I feel like I blame recency bias for that because we killed him for that that whole week and then we were we're pinning that on him the entire time. But other than that, I, I, I feel like he's been one of the only constants for this team in the past two seasons. Even JT had a really down year, got injured, uh, you know, bad system, bad offensive line play. I will say he doesn't have the high end speed we're looking for in a number one wide receiver. He, he's he's one of the, the slower guys on the team. He's not used as a downfield threat at all. Like short intermediate routes, he's always used, but you don't really ever see him go down, take a go route, uh, and just go all the way down and try to burn somebody. But with all that being said, so I I guess I, I I posed this question, Jamal, earlier. Should we extend Michael Pittman Jr. next year? What are your thoughts on that? So that's a again, like you said, that's a very touchy question. Um, and I just wanted to throw out one statistic for you too, as well, because I know you mentioned about Michael Pittman having the most receptions on the team, most yards, and all that. He also played the most snaps out of anybody on other the wide receiver 
uh, group. He played 1,020 snaps. Next up was Paris Campbell with 937, which we do know Paris had like, I think, what, 600 and something yards. But next to that, Alec Pierce only had 695 snaps. So he was over 300 snaps short of that. Uh, so I just wanna, yeah, he's a rookie. Yeah, I'm just saying that I would expect if someone's on the field for for all the snaps on the season, I, I would expect as, as our wide receiver one, he would be leading the pack with all of that. So I just want to throw that out. Um, but in all, but going back to your question though, dog, that's a hard one because I think that there are a lot of, there are a lot of what ifs. I, I think the Colts have done a great job overall this, this off season of trying to put some pieces to the puzzle in the wide receiver room, because I said all last season, and I even said before the draft that I felt like the wide receiver room was lacking that that threat. That you know there was no competition. It was a very it was a very stagnant place where like I I, I didn't think that that we had anyone to come in the room and really really test anybody. We knew Paris Campbell was a super injury prone person. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. has been the leader of there. Alec Pierce being a rookie, you know he can only do so much. But then we look at now we've brought in Isaiah McKenzie. We we we've drafted Josh Downs. I think that the wide receiver core now is 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 shiftier. It's obviously the speed is way up, and I I think that the Colts are trying to make it more of an explosive thing and obviously an explosive offense. And obviously I know that that comes with all the changes that have come within the room. But is Michael Pittman Jr. going to be able to fit? How how are they going to want to fit him into this offense? that they're going to tailor towards with Shane Steichen in the building. I think that's where my big concern was going to come in with that extension. Uh, I know at this point, Michael Pittman Jr. is not worried about his extension. I think he said he's like, you know, it'll come when it'll come, whatever the case is, so it's not hanging over his head, at least what he's made publicly. But it, I know in every receiver's mind, they want to have that extension or any player, the security. Quentin Nelson talked about it last year. He said he didn't. He hated that it took so long because it took your focus off of what's what's the bigger task at hand, which is playing the game. Um, so no one wants to sit there and do that. But the Colts, I think, have to be in a situation where they have to be content because Michael Pittman is going to want that that max money as that wide receiver one. He's going to want it. And has he given the the type of play? that the organization feels deserve that. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't know what the organization is looking at. You know, I don't know what they expect. So I personally think that if you're going to extend him, I would wait until the back half of the season. I want to see productivity. I want to see how he's fitting into your new scheme to your new setup, because I think that that weighs heavy on what's going on within the realm of you're going to sign. He's, he's going to fit fine. Yeah, he's you, gonna you, fit you, say, fine. you say that you say that, but I want to see if, if I'm going to be paying someone you know, upwards of, well, I don't know, what, $25 million a year or something along those lines? So you would think maybe more than that? How much do you think he would be wanting? Roughly, just take a wild guess. Um, I, I would say 20, 20, around $20 okay. million. All right, cool. So if, if someone's going to be put up $20 million, I want to see, and again, I know quarterback play is going to be, should be more consistent now, but we don't know that. We don't know what Minshew's going to do out there. We don't know what Richardson's going to do out there. But are you willing to accept a 99 reception, 925 yard season. Are you willing to accept an 88 reception, a thousand yard season, six touchdowns, four touchdowns? Is that okay with you for a twenty million dollar year, man? Maybe, May maybe, just make so. Well, so okay. But so, no, First no, no, hold, of on, all. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're gonna just, but you want to get, so you're okay with giving the money right now, today, right? Is what you're saying. Oh, well, you'll be I okay talk with that. about it because right. you said Michael Pittman will 
you don't know if he's going to fit in the uh, the system. I I think he's a good fit in Shane Steichen's system. I mean, he's okay. going to get. I think Steichen's going to give him those one on one situations where mm-hmm. he's just going to you know he gets the ball in open space. He doesn't even have to make the defender miss. I think he can just bulldozer them. That that's how strong that man is. But it, it's hard to bring Michael Pittman down. We've seen that. You know, he's mm-hmm. not the fastest, but boy like can he can he you know break off some tackles and and get those yards after catch we've seen it maybe he had a career low but still getting it but yeah i think the colts should extend michael pittman i'm 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 looking you know if it's a longer term deal 15 to 18 million you look at the receivers who get paid in that range and i mean you got hunter renfro Cortland sutton odell beckham mike evans tyler lockett Christian Kirk, Deontay Johnson. That's the tier I see Michael Pittman in, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't view him as a number one ride receiver. Like He's not a Devontae Adams, not a Cooper right. Cup, not a Tyreek Hill. I, I haven't seen that type of play, that type of production, that elite, you know, style of play from him. Um, short-term deal, I, I, could see, I could see 20 mil a year. I really could. Uh, it, it's just kind of the situation we're in as the Colts. We don't really have another bona fide receiver right now. And you can say we can try to draft one next year, but they are not a surefire deal. Sure. We already have Michael Pittman, who's already surefired. Um, and also, I don't want any commenters saying it's not your money. Just pay the guy. You know, yeah, we're, yeah. we're <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we can't give everyone 50 million a year on annual average deals like it. It, it just we have to be realistic. Yeah, it's not our money. It's it's Jim Mercedes, but we have to look at it, you know, and in, in, in the right state of mind. But I think good wide receivers, they, they've been a hot commodity nowadays. People are paying good money for them. I think losing Michael Pittman would hurt this team, you know, especially in the Anthony richardson development process i think he's going to be critical in that uh i don't want to be like the titans and trade away our best receiver and then have one of the worst passing offenses the next year true i so even if i don't think Pittman is a top receiver right now like he's not top 10 i think we can we can come to a consensus he's not a top 10 wide receiver I could say he's, I, I could argue the second tier though, like the top 15, top 20 range. I think he's probably closer to that 20, but he's still a stud for us nonetheless. And you lose, just, just imagine removing Michael Pittman from the situation right now. I don't think you replace that. We, we're not in the position to replace that. You can say we can get a wide receiver in the draft. I, I don't know. Michael Pittman, he's been that constant threat for us for a while now. With with shaky quarterback play, I mean, he's had a he's had a different quarterback throwing to him like every season, multiple parts throughout the season. Jamal, yeah, I don't know how you hate on this man so much. You know, I no, just don't no, understand. no, no. See, I I know you, you like to stir up the pot. That's why that's why I like that's why I like doing this with you because you like to stir up the pot for everybody out there. Uh, I'm not hating on him. I'm I'm only stating what the numbers say. You know, this this is what I'm telling you. I, and I like I said. I am fine with giving him an extension. I don't think that we should be given an early extension. I think that you you wait. You wait a little bit. The same way you're going to wait for Jonathan Taylor, the same way you waited on Quentin Nelson. There you, what what's the what's the rush right now? What's the rush? You know, I I I still I still believe and I I will always stand strong in that I know that Shaq's been injured, but we paid all the money and we're sitting in the same situation right now where it's just like 
I want to be out there in the field, but I can't. And I also want to just bring up another point, Eric, because just looking at receiver stats. Shaq got hurt, though. So I want to bring up another point about <laughs> receiver stats. Um, <laughs> I, I would like to do like a deeper dive into this. Not today, obviously, but just to kind of understand because so Michael Pittman Jr.'s versus, stats versus top 10 pass defense, average pass defense, and bottom 12 pass defense is kind of, it's, it's been interesting. So versus top 10 uh, pass defense, he's had, he was targeted 28 times at 28 receptions for 222 yards, um, no touchdowns. And then average pass defense, targeted 20 39 times caught 29 of those balls for 240 yards and then versus bottom 12 pass defense targeted 75 times got 49 of those receptions for 453 yards which he has the most touchdowns against the bottom three defense um and his um his yards after catch is the highest against bottom bottom 12 defense so i i would like to just kind of go into that like i wish i could just I mainly need to look up last year's defense to see exactly who all the top pass defense was because I want to know why was there such a discrepancy? Not so much with him, but why was why weren't the targets coming to him as much versus these pass these these top pass defenses? Because they're better defenses. Yeah, but we weren't running the ball with them. What do you mean? You, I mean, I'm saying he only had 21 targets or 28 targets against against the the. I would expect. Uh, I I would expect those stats. Uh, what you read, like he has yep. better stats against. Oh, uh, a worse defense. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so, I'm not. I'm not saying that the numbers are off. I'm I'm just curious about why he, his why he wasn't getting targeted more against those. Uh, when you lock down, you you can't get open, boy. Like, <laughs> what you mean? So yeah, so and that's, I'm not. I'm not. It's not a knock at him. I'm. That's what I'm saying. It's not a knock at him at all. I just wanted to know, like, kind of what. Why, why, or why isn't, why isn't he able to, to shake a cornerback? Then if that's the case, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to knock him. I'm just, I'm just curious trying to know. kill him. I'm not, no, I'm not. trying to knock no. him. You're trying to kill no. him. No, because when you look at positives, all right, fine. You can look at his positive. I know you mentioned a few earlier. He only had four drops this year, 2.8% drop rate. That's freaking great. Catch rate 70.2%, which is the highest he's had in his career. So he was catching what was coming in his direction. He's, he's upticked on both of those. You know, he's upticked on that. Um, Again, like I said earlier, I think that a lot of the the poor play from him came from poor, or I should say not poor play from him, but his stat lines came from poor quarterback play and poor lineman play. However, I also think that I I, I, I just want to know, I just need to know that when he comes into this thing with a whole new system, a whole new receiver, um, well, not a whole new receiving room, but a couple new people in the receiving room, new head coach, new quarterback, I need to, I need to know that this guy is ready to come out here and give it 120% because I just felt like there have been lackadaisical times in our in our wide receiver room, which I said all last year. I don't care how you want to slice it. No matter what the case, if we had bland play calls, you know, throughout the building, we were still trying to throw the ball. There were still games where, where Matt Ryan was still averaging 40, 50 attempts a game. So you still have to give some kind of productivity across the board. If, if the ball's slinging that much, there has to be something. There has to be something. I think there was. Uh, again, he still led the team. I yeah, I Matt Ryan wasn't slinging the ball the entire season and when he was, there were some there's some bad There were games. some ducks. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of ducks. But yeah, he he did have to throw the rock a lot because we we were always playing from behind. Um, but Michael Pittman, I I don't know. He's just he's just that consistent threat for us. Sure, he's not a number 1 wide receiver yet. 
um, but he is for us. Yeah. Like he's not a number one on a lot of other teams, but he is a number one for us. And I don't know. I don't know if the receivers right now can step up and replace his production if if we were to remove him right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I I think you keep him there. He he's I think he's going to be helpful for Anthony Richardson in the system. But it sounds like you don't want to extend him, which is fine. <laughs> you can you can take it however you want. I already said you can extend him. I just said I don't want an early extension. I I think you. You just let you let the chips fall as they may, and you know, and then you make your decision, but because you got to decide, like you mentioned earlier, if you want to have a, a true lengthy extension or you want to do a short term contract, I think that that weighs heavy. So you got to see where everybody's headspace is throughout the season. You can't. I I just don't think you should make an impulse decision. Um, so this early on, would you have to see? So if he had an eleven hundred yard season, you know, with with about mm-hmm. seventy catches, how would you feel about that? I would feel good. I mean, I would, I would feel great about that. I, I think that at, as someone who's on the field for 99% of the plays, because like you said, he's never really out for injury or anything like that, then yeah, I, I would feel great about that. I think that he – he ha- and I think that with our new weapons, it'll help him out with that. I think when you have Isaiah out there or Josh Downs out there, these other fastbacks, nothing against Paris Campbell, but he wasn't proven – and neither of these other guys, they're not proven either, but I think that they they could have the potential to be a bigger threat than what Paris Campbell was. So when you have these other fast guys out there, that's going to take maybe a little bit of pressure off him. You have Alec Pierce, who's, who's now – Develop, he's going to develop a little bit more. He's not going to be on that rookie wall like he was last year. That's going to take a little bit of pressure off MPJ as well because, like you said, we played behind as much as we did last year. Well, we knew 99% of the time we're going to throw the ball has got to go to Michael Pittman in his general direction. So now I feel like we have a chance where we have these other guys and we have some growth and development and we potentially have a healthy J, potentially have a healthy JD coming back where we can now take some of the pressure off of MPJ, which could allow for – a bigger season for him or a better season for him. Well, I I'm on, I'm on board with extending him. I, th- I think he's very beneficial to this team right now. He's I got his Jersey. He's a stud. Um, and that, that's how much I would give him, you know, 15 to 20 million range. Uh, of course, I don't have that money to give him, but if I was <laughs> in that situation, I think he deserves that much. So, all right. All right, that's going to be it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts cast. We are live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts. We'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Take care. I'll take care.